Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at The Smoke Sheet. That's right. The Smoke Sheet's a weekly barbecue newsletter featuring media, events, news, recipes, and more from the barbecue world. It was started by Ryan at BBQ Tourist and Sean at NYC BBQ. Be sure to sign up for their newsletter. You can go to their website, bbqnewsletter.com, to sign up, and you'll receive The Smoke Sheet weekly in your inbox. Every week you get barbecue news, you get recipes, you get what to listen to, what to read. It's a, it's a really great, well-rounded uh, newsletter that they do a lot of work to put together every single week. Yep, highlighting upcoming large events in the barbecue world and spanning the country and even the globe when necessary. A lot of Texas news, of course. Um, so make sure you sign up for The Smoke Sheet at BBQ Newsletter. And you can also give them a follow, The Smoke Sheet, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and give them a follow on their personal accounts as well at BBQ Tourist and at NYC BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you let them know that you heard about them from us and sign up for their newsletter. Get some barbecue news every week. And this is Barbecue Road Trips Part Deux. Part Deux. So we talked a little bit about uh, road trip options for people coming into town, uh, coming into Texas from out of state or out of country. Last episode, we touched a little bit on barbecue history, um, doing a road trip through through that sort of uh, itinerary. Today, we're going to go through a little bit more of an aggressive barbecue schedule for, for someone that's really passionate about Texas barbecue, but only has a few days to try to cram as much in as they possibly can. Again, this is not probably not the road trip you're going to want to take if you're just coming with your family and you want to eat at a couple of places, but if the absolute main focus of your trip is to eat as much barbecue as you can in a short period of time we're going to try to help you out with that a little bit yeah if you're spending money to come to texas to eat barbecue and that's the focus of your trip this is for you otherwise you know chill out a little bit and listen to the next one because this is this is tough this ain't easy yeah it's a marathon and and hopefully if you're doing this you're coming with a few people because the more people you have i mean you don't want 20 people because then you're taking over a restaurant and it's and trying to you know, corral that many people is a pain in the butt. But if you can go with four or five people on this trip, it gives you an opportunity to order more of the menu without, you know, without one individual breaking the bank and without getting full too fast. So let's, let's dive in. One of the tips that we tell everybody, and we're going to keep telling everybody because it's, it's important and people still make those mistakes, plan your route, plan your route over and over, find out and make sure, don't assume a place is going to be open four days a week, five days a week, six days, seven days. You don't know. Or even on the weekend. Or, yeah. The, there one are of the places, places we'll talk about yeah. that's not open on the weekend, and there's one in Dallas as well. It's yes. only open once once a, once a month on the weekend. Absolutely. And knowing knowing where you can get and what days you can get there are going to help you out big time, especially the, the really popular, the really well-known places that tend to have lines. If you have the ability to hit them during the week, that's going to give you a leg up because they're going to have longer lines on the weekend. It's going to take you longer to get through those lines on a weekend. So if you're in Houston, you're, you're talking about a Truth or a Tejas or a Corkscrew. Austin, Franklin's going to be a madhouse no matter when you go, but weekends are even worse. Um, but if you can plan the big stops for weekdays, that's going to give you a leg up. Try to find out a little bit about how the how those cities operate in terms of traffic, because it may take you longer depending on what times you're trying to get there. 
if you're it trying. doesn't matter if it's Austin, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. They've all got tons of traffic in the middle of the day, but only in certain parts of the city. Right. And so just accounting for that and knowing, okay, so it is going to take me 45 minutes to get to stop A to stop B. Keep those things in mind and try to plan. I mean, and we, it doesn't always work out. We went on a road trip recently where we were going back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> just because of the nature of the trip we were taking. But try to plan out your your route as geographically convenient as possible so you're not trying to crisscross town three times if you can if you can help what that is and the other thing is um, be careful about how much you're ordering and what's on the menu and making sure that you're getting the right items Um, if you're stopping at at five places in a day you can't eat everything on the menu at every place right yeah knowing what these places are famous for and making sure you don't miss those items it's something that we've talked about a lot but it's it would be such a shame, especially if you don't have an opportunity. You may not be able to get back to these places in the next five years. You don't want to miss out the opportunity to get what they're really known for. So let's dive into a couple of now. First, we'll go through Houston, um, the city and area we're most familiar with. This is, again, a layout. You can follow it as much or as little as you choose to, but this is kind of going to give you an opportunity to get to as many places as you want. So if you're starting in Houston proper, get to truth if it's on a weekday you can get there at 10 30 and be one of the first people in line the truth line is not crazy and it moves pretty fast but if you get there if you're trying to hit as many as you can get there a little early so you make sure you're one of those first few in line and you can get through the line and enjoy your meal without having to race now you get there you know we're going to recommend 10 30 during the week and, and an hour early at 10 on the weekend if yeah. you got there at, at 10 50 as an example during the week the amount of time you're going to have to wait to get your food is longer than if you would have just got there a little bit earlier. Right. And another thing to keep in mind, it's this comes into play more in Austin than in Houston, is find out if there are big special events going on in the city and the time you're trying to go, because that really will drive traffic and drive audiences. If you're in Austin during South by Southwest or Austin City Limits, you're... Man, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number one, good luck. You're going to be in a lot of traffic. Your hotel rates are going to be a lot more expensive. And you're going to face longer barbecue lines because there's more tourists in the city trying to do the same things you're trying to do. Houston has the Houston Marathon, which this year the course ran right around some of the the barbecue restaurants we're going to talk about. Yeah, Yeah. that was the opening weekend of truth, and their their streets were closed for part of the morning because of it. And, yeah, there are certain big oil and energy festivals and conferences that go on in Houston that that can drive the the traffic a little bit more. So just be mindful of that. Oil festival, I like that. Yeah, I (laughs) I can't remember the name of it. OTL or yeah, OTC. 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 Offshore Technology Conference. Yeah, yes, conference, not a festival. Hey, I'm, just, I'm picturing like, you know, Electric Daisy Carnival, but oil. I was just know. picturing the clamp that's running around Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I have a much more simple mind. So, all right. Old back, Jed's a millionaire. Back to, the, uh, back to the itinerary at hand. So, yes, if you're on a weekday, 30 minutes early at Truth, on a weekend, an hour early at Truth, if you want to make that your first stop of the day, and then you can... Spend your time there, linger a little bit if you, if you choose, and then head straight to Fijis Barbecue. And Fijis is one of the ones that we just slightly alluded to earlier. They are open Monday through Friday only. They're located in a, a business office food park. So it's, it's very easy to get to, actually, but you need to make sure that you plan it right. Yes, and the Fijis Barbecue team has pinned on their Twitter. The top tweet you'll see is literally a video showing you how to park in their parking garage it's not hard um but, it but can, you need to watch but you need to watch and make sure that you're going into the right parking garage and all that you're not going to pay for parking they validate your parking but just be mindful they're open uh 11 to about three o'clock monday through friday 
well known for their huge array of sides, um, about eight or nine different smoked meats on a daily basis as well. Really quality stop, and you can get in and out of there pretty quickly if you're on a time crunch. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to eat there. They usually have a, a pretty, you know, a steady line of people going through that line, but it's really fast. Yeah, doing whole hog every day there too now. Yes, whole hog on a daily basis out there. So that's the the one place in Houston you can go if you're trying to get a Houston whole hog fix that's open, serving it regularly. And so next up, a little bit far down the road, but not terribly too far. Uh, you can take all back roads. You don't have to get on any kind of major freeways is Ragel's Barbecue. Yeah. Ragel's is open seven days a week, 11 to about, they usually have food to about four most days, uh, sometimes even a little later. But if you're going straight from Fijis, you'd be there for during the lunch crowd. Uh, be mindful if you're going on a Thursday. That's a, a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because it gives you the chance to get the you know the really famous pastrami that they serve every Thursday. But it also is going to have a much longer line. I actually went there on a recent Thursday to remind myself why I don't go there on Thursdays, <laughs> um, and I didn't even order the pastrami. <laughs> but but yes, they they have a longer line on Thursdays. And on on Friday sometimes they do the pastrami beef ribs. Yes, uh, it's, them on Friday, yeah, I think yeah. they're doing those pretty regularly and these I, days. I know, and, and Russell and team are starting to set up a sandwich menu, so. Have some really good-looking sandwiches coming yep. up, um, which will be hopefully available throughout the week. But just yes. keep an idea because some may be special on certain days. Yes, they are yeah. doing a brisket grilled cheese that I had recently. That was very good. Um, and they're, they're adding—I I know they have plans to add more sandwiches as they go along, along with the already strong menu that they had. So there you go. There's Ragels. From there, I mean, you're, you're probably going to be there around— I don't know, say twelve thirty. If you're if you're following this itinerary that we're talking about, normal people probably won. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on how much, how you know, how little or how long you linger. Yeah, you don't need to set a timer at the restaurant like right. we do. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you don't need to literally be throwing your food away as you're shoveling it into your mouth. But but yes, if you're out of there by twelve thirty or one, you probably have the opportunity to go Blood Brothers. Um, Blood Brothers is about ten minutes away from from Ragels, maybe fifteen, depending on traffic and how many lights you hit. But you can get to you can get to Blood Brothers and you can try some of the creative stuff. They're doing a lot of Asian fusion things. Um, they've got a banh mi on the menu that features uh, sometimes it's pork belly, sometimes it's turkey. They've got a Thai curry boudin that they're serving on Friday and some Thai peanut butter sticky ribs that they're serving on Fridays right now. A lot of creative sausage that they're going through. They yes. had Frito pie sausage this most recent week that I was looking at. Yes. So um, and you you may have to flip flop. Blood Brothers and Ragels because they've been selling out really, really early. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be mindful of, of anytime you've got recent accolades and things like that, it's going to drive the line. And Blood Brothers has been open at the time of this recording about six months, and they've received a lot of accolades from reviews in the Houston Chronicle to uh, the Texas Monthly Top 25 New Joint list. And so as those things happen, they get a bump in line. Depending on when you go, if it's been a while since they've had those reviews and things, it might have died down a bit, but it's just something to keep keep an eye on. And and by all means, reach out to the restaurant if you're not sure. You know, about what time do you sell out every day? And and they'll let you know and you can kind of plan, you know, the order in which you want to do things around that. And mm-hmm. after that, after you you know, after you've hit those four stops, you're probably gonna want a break from barbecue. Yeah, take a look at, um, you know, as you come back towards our next stop, there's a couple of places you can look at, which is the Art Car Museum. Um, there's also what's called the Beer Can House. If you've ever wondered um, if Houston can be just as nutty as Austin, it can be. Yes, um, again. And the, and the guys at the Art Car Collective um, have a great little museum. The Beer Can House is a beer tab house, really, is a very unique uh, folk culture site that you can go see. And that'll get you closer to where the next stop is. Yeah. 
so so yeah take take that break in the middle of the day go see some culture the museum of fine arts in houston is uh, depending on what you want to do there are plenty of things culturally at, to do in houston you can go to a brewery if you want there's about 20 of them in houston these days and then you can have some dinner barbecue one of the things that we're starting to see more of and it thrills us is more dinner barbecue options throughout texas and, and houston has a couple of them that are worthy of a stop yeah, and Pit Room, um, you know, is one of our favorites. They, they've they got some great chicken tacos. We're going to just keep talking about the chicken taco because we see people go there and, and forget to order it. Yes, and it's it's really good, and it's it's different. You know, and then we always look for different, especially if you've been eating brisket and ribs and sausage all day. Go get a taco that's got some griddle cheese, some garlic, and chicken on it, and a beef fat cooked tortilla. One of the first people I know of that were that were popularizing that, and, right. and it's very common now, and, and duck fat tortillas, yep. uh, Carmelo's. There's there's a lot of places that are doing that. I, I'm sure they weren't the very first people to ever think of it, but uh, they were definitely one of the first that I know of that popularized it. Definitely. And one of the things that's really nice about Pit Room as well is they have an extensive complimentary condiment option. And they're always pickling different things. Um, everything from we've seen pickled turnips there, pickled green onions. I mean, they have your standard pickled red onions, pickled cucumbers, and and the like. But it's always good to have that vinegary acid to kind of break things up a bit too. Oh, and speaking of vinegary acid, um, they top their chicharrones. So they do fresh chicharrones there, and they top them with a little Tabasco sauce. Yes. So if you can get, yeah, you know, especially again, if you're going with the crew, you can get a few different items and. That's one of the ones you, you shouldn't be skipping for sure. And they do house-made sausage there. I believe two or three kinds of house-made sausage there. Absolutely. And and we'll, um, you know, by now it's it's into the evening. Sun may be going down. Um, we'll talk about day two, but you could also squeeze this one in in day one if you were really glutton for punishment, um, which is Pinkerton's. Um, not too far from there, and they're open late at night. And uh, we'll talk about them more in, in the second day option. But yeah. if, if for some reason you just <laughs> really, yeah. really are, like I said, if you can still handle another one, um, yeah. it's a good nighttime option. Yeah, or, or even if you may not want the food, you can go to Pinkerton's and just have drinks. You know, so Pinkerton is open late and they have a full bar menu and you can eat and enjoy. Um, so this is, again, this itinerary is based on having two days in Houston. So we'll go on to day two. You'll, you'll probably notice we didn't have two of the more famous ones on day one, which is Corkscrew and Tejas. Part of the reason that we split those up is, number one, you're going to want to order a lot of food at those places. And number two, they're pretty far outside the city. So day one, we kept you inside the city. All of these places are within Houston city limits. Uh, today, we got you going a little bit further outside the city. Yeah, so <clears throat> the, you can do Corkscrew and Tejas on the same day, but it's going to take some very careful planning. Yes, um, you but need it, to be early at the first place. <laughs> yes, and you know, you can... You can pretty much flip-flop them, but our recommendation is going to be corkscrew first. On the weekends at Tejas, they do the golden ticket system. On corkscrew every day, they hand out tickets, and it's the first 26 people that get there. Um, and I and the latest that I would recommend is 10:30 at corkscrew. I just recently did that, and we were we got ticket number 22. Each of those tickets can be four to six people. You know, hopefully it's a little less, but that means that that's almost 100 people in front of you possibly. Right. Um, if you get there at 10:30. But it, it's a good time. You'll, you're almost guaranteed to get a number if you get there at 1030. Right. And, and again, if you want to be extra cautious, you can do an hour. And especially on a weekend, you should yeah, do an hour. Yeah, on a weekend for sure. Yeah. But if you get to Corkscrew as your first stop, if it's during the week, they're they're very well known for their brisket. It's a really unique rub. 
And, and let's talk about those tickets. Um, there's not very many people that do those. Um, I think Corkscrew Tales are the only ones I know that do them. Yeah, quite possibly. And, and what's nice is, you know, the intention is you get a ticket and that holds your place in line. You're not supposed to drive away and go, go get a nap or anything, but you can hang out, but you don't have to stand in line. You can go sit at the tables. Uh, and Corkscrew is in Old Town Spring. Tejas is in Old Town Tomball. Both of those have shops that are, that are close walking distance, so you can go get some... Uh, um, overpriced tchotchkes and things like that. <laughs> Antiques, uh, signs that say wine, something, something on them, um, as we, we always like to find. But no, they're, they're interesting little little old town things that are, um, you know, there's candy shops and all kinds of stuff around there. Yeah, they're, they're both in really nice little areas. So if one of you wants to stay at the, at the restaurant and the rest of the group can go, you know, sightsee and whatnot, that's an option for you. But yes, Corkscrew, the brisket and ribs, they're very, very known for huge compart duroc ribs that they use um really simple there's no glaze on them it's it's a pretty simple rub but it's really well done rib and their brisket is unique because it's it's cooked differently than most of the top joints they they cook in an oiler whereas majority of the top 10 or i believe all of the top 10 cook on offset direct you know indirect offset non-rotisserie pits and it's one of our our favorite places i mean the um you know obviously you get the brisket you get the ribs they those giant massive ribs um as as andrew mentioned chicken chicken uh chicken (laughs) chicken and the cobbler the the cobbler rotates um you know what what to look for as you go there as well is uh keep an eye and and you can't miss it on their customer service um how they plate their food how efficient their line is some some things that we we really enjoy about corkscrew yes uh yeah don't skip the cobbler Uh, chicken on the weekends beef ribs on the weekends if you're looking to get some beef ribs but again, if you're there during the week, brisket, ribs, cobbler. I mean, if you want to throw on sides, throw on sides. It depends on what you're what you're most interested in food-wise. But but definitely get those items. And then as soon as you leave Corkscrew, head straight to Tejas. It's about a 35-minute drive, in, you know, at decent traffic from Corkscrew to Tejas. If it's during the week, you'll you'll wait in line for a little bit at Tejas, but it shouldn't be crazy. Um, weekends, different story. And you can go, um, you know, you can go toll free down 2920, which is um, basically a direct shot between the yeah, two. Right. But there's, there's stoplights. If you want to speed it up a little bit and you're willing to pay the tolls, um, it's called the Grand Parkway 99. Can can shoot you down there a little bit faster, but um, not a ton of time difference. But get to Tejas, get in line. Um, the line may be long. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get a number because you're you're way too late. You're after open. Yeah, and if during the week they don't do the numbers, right? But, um, but yes. If you, I, I can't imagine you wouldn't have heard about the chili reno sausage by now, but if you skip that, yeah, I feel really bad for you. The carrot souffle. Now, Tejas has as many or more signature items as any re- barbecue restaurant these days. And growing. I mean, they, they yeah. do great soups. Um, Their sandwich roster is yeah. amazing. So Tejas is another one where you're going to want to order a lot of food. So hopefully you've got a good crew with you. Um, and then again, this depends on what days you're there. But if you are there, th- if it's a Thursday through a Sunday, you can go from Tejas to Reveille. It's about a 15-minute drive. Yeah, about 15, maybe a little less. Uh, again, depends on traffic. They've opened up some of the extra lanes down on 249 out that way. Um, you know, keep an eye on their social media. Um, but they've been selling out um, usually around three o'clock, a little after three o'clock. So you've got enough time to get there for sure. Um, get whatever they have. Um, they're doing um, right now, and, and eventually they're going to come to their senses and not do it. But right now they're doing whole beef ribs for twenty dollars, not by the pound, but for an entire rib. Yeah, which is an amazing value. So yes, Reveille is another stop up on the northwest side of town, and then you can slow it down a little bit on the heavy fatty meats if you want. Uh, 
The next stock that we're recommending is Southern Q. Stephen Therese Garner just opened a new location on the north side of town, not far from the old location, if you're familiar with that location too. And what do we love to get there, Ryan? Yeah, you know, they're, they're boudin and they're firecrackers. Um, and I like their firecrackers so much. I went online, found a recipe and made <laughs> some because uh, I was missing them. But um, both very unique di- dishes and bites there. Uh, they do a loaded potato um, that is covered with three different meats. <laughs> it's a monster potato. I think it's the big papa potato. If yeah, I can they've, they've got, uh, I mean, they've got that, the Taste of Texas yeah. sampler, which... I can't imagine if you've eaten at Corkscrew, Teos, and Reveille that you're going to want the Taste of Texas Sampler on top of that. If you do, I'm really impressed. But it's a it's a wonderful value. It gets you a little bit of everything on the menu. And one of the things that we like about Southern Q is it gives you a little different flavor profile of barbecue than what you may have gotten over the last two days in some of the other Houston places. They've got a little bit of an East Texas, Louisiana influence to their barbecue again with the boudin and we, we really enjoy it it's a fun stop for us a little, little garlic heavy in the yes. rub which is which is perfectly fine but it, it is you will get a little little different taste sensation when you go there right and, and so by that time by the time you get out of southern q it's going to be about i don't know four o'clock give or take get uh, some yeah. not far from there if we're talking about culture and, yeah. and stuff like that not far from there is a, a funeral museum if that really floats your <laughs> boat uh, but it is it is uh, i think it's on ella or i think it's ella right not too far from there which is um the national muse, uh, funeral museum there you go so yeah i mean you take a little break after that again see, see some more of the city there are tons of coffee shops bars if you need to consume something else um, and, and, of course, there are plenty of things to see and do around Houston. And then, again, rest up. And you can do, if you hadn't done Pinkertons the previous night, you can do Pinkertons for dinner that night. If you're trying to, again, you're trying to cram in as much barbecue as you can on this trip. So, And if, if you did do it the night before, um, you know, another couple of late night options. Um, Brisket House is one. Um, also, uh, Delta Blues, Papa's Delta Blues, and Killens is serving dinner. Those are going to be quite a bit of a drive. Yes. Yeah, and that's the, why we didn't put them on our, our general itinerary, because um, it, it's a lot of driving. But if you really, you know, you, you want to just keep knocking places out. Yep. Um, what's great about Houston is the nighttime barbecue yeah. scene is coming And, and Gatlin's as well is a dinner yeah. option for you. Um, Gatlin's is more on the north side of town, so kind of more in the pocket of where you would have been on this day. Yep. Or like you said, if you are willing to drive, Papa's Delta Blues is... is south of houston killens is south of houston as well both options for dinner again this depends on what your what your aspirations are and and how much you're willing to put yourself in pain yeah i mean dinner barbecue is is really um pretty cool because it's becoming a thing and speaking of dinner barbecue another town that has some great options is austin yeah so we'll we'll run through and kind of what you can do in austin in a couple of days we're going to exclude Franklin because if you're doing Franklin, it's a half day. If you want to do it, cut out about half the stops that we were talking about and on one of these earlier. days and yeah. get there and, earlier. And we yes. do recommend, I mean, if you have not been to Franklin, Go. you need to get to Franklin, yes. please. Yeah. But make sure if it's during the week, you should be there by 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, that may put you at one of the first 10 people in line, depending on the day. Or it may put you 20 to 25 in line, depending on what's going on in Austin around that time. But yes, if you want to get to Franklin, we recommend 7 a.m. You will probably be sitting down with food by about 11.30 if you do that. Um, and then you can probably hit a couple of these stops. But you're, of course, going to want to order big when you get to Franklin. You're going to want to order plenty of brisket, plenty of ribs. If you stood in that line long enough, you you, you want to make it worth your time. So you're going to want to order plenty of food. But just keep keep that in mind. Yeah, and it's, again, it's um, it's a great option. Everybody needs to do it. We try to do it at least once a year. 
Um, but it does, it just consumes a lot of time. So we're, we're trying to be uh, cognizant of people that are just only have so much time and they're trying to cram a lot into it. Right. So, so this, the, the ones we'll run through now will be if you're not going to stand in the Franco line. So here's day one. Okay. Valentina's, our favorite barbecue breakfast place in Texas. And they serve lunch and dinner. They, um, yes, but breakfast, we lunch just and love dinner. hitting them early because it allows you to hit the other other stops as right. well. Right. I mean, you can eat them for breakfast and come back for dinner if you want to. Um, they have a, well, the nice thing about that is you will get different items if you choose to, to go that route. But yes, Valentina's for breakfast. The Real Deal Holyfield is one of the things they're famous for. Make sure you specify if you want fatty brisket, make yes. sure you specify that in the taco. <laughs> you know, ask for a sliced fatty cut. And you can put an egg on top as well if you want to. Yeah, well, the whole field comes with yeah. the egg on top. Um, so you get your Valentina's fix in. We, we recommend, based on the rest of this route, getting there about 9, 9.30. You can get your tacos, kind of have a leisurely little breakfast outside, and then uh, head to La Barbecue. La Barbecue's open. You know, they open at 11 o'clock during the week. If you get there about 10.30, you should be okay. Again, this is always dependent on what's going on in Austin at that time. Um, La Barbecue's been around and been known for quite a while for just pretty classic, straightforward, Central Texas-style barbecue done in, you know, the more modern style. And they're located now inside of a brick-and-mortar location. It's a Quickie Picky, which is a convenience store, but it's kind of a craft beer convenience store barbecue place now. It's kind of an amalgamation of those things. Um, And get there, you know, the line can get long, especially later in the day, so... Um, get there at 10:30 in the morning, and the line will be short enough that you can handle it. Um, and get the standard Texas Trinity there, which is brisket ribs and sausage. Brisket ribs and sausage. Um, good stuff there. Pickles. They do some sandwiches as well if you really mm-hmm. want to get get crazy. But um, we're just trying to keep you on the train. Yep. Um, next is just around the corner, which is Micklewaite Craft yep. Meats. Yep, and that's the the little trailer on Rosewood in East Austin. Again, Tom Micklewaite has opened a beautiful building outside of Austin in Smithville, Texas. So if you're willing to take the road trip a little bit south of Austin, it's worth it. Um, it's a great building. It's a great experience. They're doing more, a more expanded menu there than they are at the trailer. Um, so it's definitely worth going to. But if you're sticking inside of Austin and trying to try to hit as many places in the city, the trailer is still a great option. The jalapeno cheese grits are the stuff of legend. Um Everything made from scratch. Micklewaite has done that from day one before pretty much anyone was doing that. He's been doing that. Again, the Texas Trinity, classic, straightforward, Central Texas-style barbecue. He's always got a pretty inventive and good dessert on the menu. Um, Frito pie, another option to get there as well. Yes. They do a really good Frito pie. And and speaking of inventive, our next stop is probably the most inventive place that we know. We just knock these segues out, man. Just pop, pop, pop. I don't even have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, you do. Um, um, the inventive crew at Leroy and Lewis. Yes. They're on Pickle Road, by the way. They I love are that address. On Pickle Road. Evan Leroy and that crew are putting out just incredibly creative and delicious barbecue. You're not your standard fare. You're not getting brisket there unless you're there on a Saturday. But you're going to get a lot of other tasty goodies. Sliced beef cheek. Uh, they've got shredded beef cheek barbacoa whole hog on the menu pretty much every day these days um there's house-made sausages on the menu the barbacado the barbacado which is just an, an avocado with barbacoa i mean what more can you ask for uh, but Leroy and lewis has got something creative to eat every time you go there and the menu changes frequently and and there's not usually a big line to get there which is really nice when you're trying to do multiple stops in a day 
Yeah. What's neat is that they're in a trailer in a little food park, um, but there's a, a brick-and-mortar building with restrooms and uh, air conditioning and beer. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a beer garden and where you coffee. Too. Yes, yeah, you can eat inside if you choose, or you can eat in their little shaded, you know, patio area, the beer garden area. Take your time there. Um, you probably finish up if you followed this route. You'd probably finish up there about two thirty, three o'clock or so, and then again, take a take a little break. If you're if you're getting full, take a break, and come back for some dinner barbecue. Um, you, there's plenty of things to see and do in Austin. There's plenty of traffic to sit and wait in in Austin, <laughs> depending on where where you're staying and what you're doing. Um, but one of the one of the early dinner barbecue options when most people were doing lunch is Style Switch. Yeah, knocking it out um, from open to close, and we've been there like nine, ten o'clock at night and had had really quality meats. Um, but Style Switch is a great one. Standard Texas Trinity, they do some great sausage. Um, rib, don't you know? Don't don't skip on the ribs, but that's part of the Texas Trinity anyway. Yeah, get your get your pitcher of beer if you're hanging out with you know some friends you know later at night. It's it's a really quality stop, and and the food for dinner is as good as the food for lunch. And um, an alternative option, which would be the, the complete opposite direction, though, would be their other uh, business enterprise, which is called the Switch. Yes, that is uh, in Dripping Springs, a little south and west of Austin. And they're doing pretty. You can get most of the same things that you'd get at Style Switch, the original location, but they also have a more Cajun Creole influence on that menu. And you can get things like they were. They were making something recently. I saw that made me want to get there that day. That did you see that crawfish pot pie that oh, they were yeah, doing? Yeah. That sounded really good. But um, the, they, and they did a um, biscuits with like a crawfish gravy or yeah. something like that. And we had one. That, I think that's what we had the yeah, last time we yeah. went. Yeah, uh, they're, they're doing some creative stuff there and have an incredible, the best pit room and barbecue, the prettiest pit room and barbecue, yeah. the envy of so many. And and just next door because you haven't had enough food. Yes, um, I, I think we do have to call out Pius. Yes, the uh, this is the pastrami that made us fall in love with smoked pastrami. Um, Pius has been doing smoked pastrami way before it was popular to do it. And they do it really well. It's a really it's it's much more your classic deli style slice. It's very thin slice, almost shredded, um, but great flavor. And and it's one of our favorite non barbecue stops. And it's a pizza restaurant, yes. and you can get pizza there, which is apparently really really yeah, good. Yeah, the pizzas are um, good. I've had them before. It's been a while because I always get the pastrami yeah, now. But but you can order the pastrami by the pound. Yes, you can. Um, so again, I mean, you know, people are going to have to be very special. To, to try to do this kind of stuff that we do, but it's a great thing to do, and it's a great place to meet up with people. Um, either direction, Style Switch, um, original location is on the north side of town. The Switch is just south. Um, you know, it, it's a very scenic drive if you get out to the Switch, that area of town, and yep. you can go all the way out to um, LBJ Ranch and all of that out west if you really wanted to. Um, but we're gonna keep you in Austin for day number two. Yeah, we're, we're gonna go a little north now. Um, if you've, if you, are a texas barbecue fanatic and someone that's followed the history of texas barbecue you'll be familiar with the name john miller uh, of the famous louis miller family and john miller black box barbecue in georgetown texas one of the things we we like about john and about black box is they open early you know you can get john at is he open at 10 or 10 30 i think it's 10 30 um I'll double check but that's always why it's good to check your social media because yes. Um, if you check your social media, you can also see when they change. Sometimes these places are, are rotating a little bit, but any of the places that open before 11 are great, just like we talked about with um, with Valentina's, is that that way you, know, you can hit them and then hit somewhere else. Another example, of course, is, is Snow's out in Lexington, 
where you can get them so early and then get back in and hit somebody at, at 11 for their open. Yes, and we just verified John Miller Black Box Barbecue opens at 10.30. So you can get there. I mean, you can get there a few minutes early. John's going to yell at you if you do, but you can get there a few minutes early. <laughs> he doesn't like lines. He <laughs> does not. But yeah, if you get there right at 10.30, the beef rib that John cooks is the stuff of legend, as, are, as is the cheesy squash. What we like is it's a different style of barbecue. John cooks very much in the style that Louis Miller cooked in for years, and most of these Texas barbecue places cooked in for years. Low and slow was not the method back in the day. You you cooked it hot, you cooked it fast, you got a really thick bark on the on the meat, and you served it hot. And that's what John does. Yep, loaded with pepper, so um, you know you'll have loaded. pepper between your pepper between your teeth, and uh, that's okay. That's a good thing. Um, also, um, if the beer if the beer uh, cooler is out. You're welcome to grab a free beer usually. And just that make, would be a Lone Star. Yeah, just make sure it's a Lone Star and not a Bud Light. Yes. Um, but uh, great crew there. Um, always good um, to see the folks when we go by. Um, then just, uh, you know, that is in the town of Georgetown. And then just another little skip away is the town of Pflugerville. Yep. Pflugerville is home to Black Iron Barbecue, which is John Brotherton's first location. Now he's got a second outpost of uh, a different restaurant called Liberty Barbecue in Round Rock. But... Black Iron Barbecue has got a roster of really talented people in the kitchen, from Alan Michael Jackson to Dominic Colbert, obviously John, of course. Randy Estrada is working there now, and John has is one of the most creative people that you'll see in the barbecue world, and he has created a really, really non-standard barbecue menu. That's it's a fun breakup from a lot of the Central Texas. Yeah, more than 10 creative sandwiches, um, everything from the, the fried chicken sandwich that I really liked um, to um, obviously Reuben's and, and uh, other other sandwiches. He does the banh mi as well. Yep. Um, just a, a wide variety of sandwiches, and it's going to be hard to choose just one, um, you know, but you're going to have to if you're going to keep eating. Yep, and from there you can head back into Austin. And one of the places that we think still flies under the radar more than it should is Curlin Barbecue in East Austin. They are well known for doing barbecue kolaches and they're delicious and their their regular barbecue menu is very very good too and usually you can get there without a big line and it's pretty easy in and out stop if they if you get there and they do still have kolaches on the menu you definitely want to order some absolutely and they're they're just a stone's throw in between la barbecue and micklewaite um, we didn't put it on day one just because of timing reasons. Um, right, trying yeah. trying to break up your eating a little bit, but you can throw them. You can sandwich them into day one if you really want to pack it in. Yeah, and speaking of packing it in, do not park at the pinata place. Yes, don't park next door. They 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 will tell you not to park there, but just be mindful of that. Make sure you're parking in the designated parking spot. You don't want to get a towed or anything like that. Um, quick stop at Curlin, and then you can head to Terry Black's. Um, Terry Black's does a huge amount of volume. They're open seven days a week. They are open for lunch and dinner, so if you're not able to hit them for lunch, you can hit them for dinner. And pretty straightforward, Central Texas-style barbecue menu done well there. Um, the best play, the best time to hit them is, is, as we're describing here, is in between lunch and dinner, because they do get a pretty big line at yes, dinner as well. Yeah, they have a pretty big crowd. They move they, quick, yes. but yeah. But yeah, if, if you're following this timeline and going there after Curlin, you'll probably be there about 1.30, 2 o'clock, which would be a nice lull and hopefully between the lunch and dinner crowds you can get in there get a snack and be done um and then again after that take a break take a rest have a food coma do whatever you need to do um and then you can have some more dinner barbecue and a little bit different um if you're willing to deal with the the craziness and the the hipster factor that is rainy street 
you can go to bangers and you can have not brisket uh <laughs> which is which you may be welcoming that yeah you do point. want to mix it up too a little bit yes. you know you can only eat so much brisket a day as as uh, fatty as it is um and rich as it is which is not a bad thing it's just you can only eat so much um bangers had made their mark as a beer garden and sausage joint and they have a great number of sausages and the sausages are great um, but recently they installed some black line fabrication pits and they are doing whole hog yes and they are doing very traditional I, I guess more than the oh, i guess the eastern carolina style whole hog where they're cooking it over coal you know wood burned down to coals and all that fun stuff um huge roster of sausages on the menu and a giant giant list of craft beers on tap so you can Take a leisurely dinner there, hang out, have some beers, have some hog, have some sausage, and call it a night. And but, make sure to check out that pit room. Those, yes, those backline fabrication pits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, you can see it if you're barrel, sitting out yeah. there, in, like in the little patio area. It's it's a really unique spot, and we enjoy it a lot. Yeah, you want to walk around um, after that a little bit. There's um, between Rainy Street and Sixth Street. Um, there's a, there's quite a bit to see, and they have the little silly electric scooters that you can rent. Um, but it's a, it's a neat place to hang out. Yes. Um, we're not going to go too much into DFW because we did a DFW recap episode that you hopefully listened to. If not, DFW is a little trickier because of sellout times, the distance it takes to get to places, and places that are and aren't open Sundays. But just to just to recap a little bit for you, you're going to want to go in Fort Worth area. You're going to want to go to Zavala's that Saturday only. You're going to want to go to Flores, which is Thursday through Sunday at current time of posting this episode. Um, you're going to want to definitely go to Goldie's, uh, which is opening in Kennedale. Smiley's is another one. Yep, Smiley's and Ponder. Dane's when he opens. Yes. I mean, th- one of the things I, I think we'll wait and do a uh, do a, an itinerary once some of these Once more of these are open, yeah. we can give you a better layout of it. But yes, be on the lookout. DFW, is, it's, it's very much worth your time and worth getting there. Um, but planning it out is going to take, we're, it's going to take some time for us to be able to give you a, an informed view of that. So we this episode's gone a little long. So what I'm going to do is we had a a we had a couple of people asking, could you hit all the top ten in one trip if you wanted to? What? And you can. It would require some marathon driving. <laughs> it would require a flight into Lubbock, um, but it is possible. And and I'm going to run through real quick with Brian here, and we're going to talk about how you could possibly pull this off. So. That said, here's how you do it. First thing you're going to want to do is fly into Lubbock either early Wednesday morning. By early, you want to be there. You want to land by 9 o'clock in the morning or go in the night before. Rent your car. Go straight to Evie Mays. Order as much of the menu as you possibly can because that place is amazing. And then as soon as you finish that, start making your way to Dallas. Whether it's drive or fly, get to Dallas. Right, get to Dallas. Stay in Dallas Wednesday night, Thursday morning early i would say by 9 9 30 at the latest to get to cadillac cadillac barbecue opens at 10 30 on thursdays and so, you want to be there you want to be in line so that you can get them at 10 30 yes. because you know you're gonna you're gonna have another long drive so. yes so so you're gonna leave cadillac or you're gonna get to cadillac no later than nine o'clock in the morning sit down eat your food enjoy your food and as soon as you leave cadillac head to bodacious barbecue on moberly in longview um, you'd probably get there about 1, 1.30, and you should still be able to get most of the menu at that point, especially on a Thursday, not a crazy line. Um, get to Bodacious on Marberly, order the meats there, the brisket, the baby back ribs, 
And then whatever creative things that Brian Bingham has thrown together on that day, you'll want to make sure you get sausage and yes. uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff these burn ends and a lot of yeah. crazy stuff that they're doing out there and then leave bodacious and you can drive to Houston or you know, and you, you can do this the next morning but I would rather drive to Houston that day and and get an earlier jump on the Friday so yeah you never know when you when you're trying to leave in the morning it's a good tip for all of these if, if you're trying to get to some place in the morning and you're going through a big city you don't know if there's going to be weather construction rush hour uh, traffic or a major accident yeah. you know somebody was um, rubbernecking Russell Regal's driving down the freeway, pulling his pit, you know, um, and getting into a wreck. So uh, drive the night before. That way you can get up early and go to Corkscrew. There you go. So Friday morning, Corkscrew. Get there about 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, we talked about Corkscrew earlier in your episode. Get get what you need to get. Head straight to, te- uh, to Tejas. Get what you need to get, as much as you can get. And that is, you know, and that is your Friday. You can, if you want to squeeze squeeze in Truth Houston, you can. It's up to you, um, depending on how strictly you want to follow these guidelines. But you can either you get can, tr- you can make it to Truth. You I can mean, make it to Truth yeah. Houston. So get to Truth Houston if you want, um, and eat some Truth barbecue. And then Saturday, Saturday is you're going to be your snows day because it's the only day you can have snows. You want to get to snows no later than seven in the morning. If it's again, if there's something big going on in Austin, you may want to make that even earlier. Good. About a two-hour drive from Houston, and I think about an hour and a half-ish from Austin, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So plan plan ahead for sure. Yes, and of course, don't don't ever go there and not get the pork steak. <laughs> that would just be sad. Pork steak, chicken, right? Um, the beans I mean, are free. Even you know, even if you only you go there and you have like four dollars to spend, spend it on the pork steak. Absolutely, get something, get it, um, and try to get the whole menu, of course. Right. Um, it, it's a shame to go to Snow's and not get a lot of the menu. Yes, the chicken, um, um, the ribs, the free beans. Um, it's it Snow's. You got to do it. You got to go. And leave Snow's and go straight to Louis Miller. And again, this being Saturday, one of the things that we like is Louis Miller opens at 1030 on Saturdays. And I mean, there is either zero line or just a very small handful of people. It's one of the big tips that we're right. going to let you know and screw us over. Yep. Um, but but it's it's on the web at their time. But yeah, get get to Louis Miller when they open and get there just before 10 a.m. Yes. You'll be first in line. And, and then if you didn't do Truth Houston, from there you can drive to Truth Brenham um, and go there, eat at the original location if you choose to do it that route. Um, but if you eat, ate at Truth in Houston and you don't want to go to Brenham, you can just go in Austin and enjoy the rest of your day in Austin. And then Sunday is going to be Sunday, your Franklin Sunday, Day. Sunday, Sunday is yep. your Franklin Day. Yep. And as we talked about earlier, get there no later than 7 in the morning, eat your Franklin, and then a mile and a half away, Micklewaite. You know, and you can have your Micklewaite, and you've just completed the top 10 from Wednesday morning to Sunday. That's how you can do it. If you're that crazy, we aren't even that crazy. No, I wouldn't do this. But if you're that, if you're that crazy, <laughs> that's how you can do it. But if you want to knock out all 10, I mean, yeah. and, and you you know, you know only want to do it in less than a week, yeah. it can be done. Yeah, you can get 9 of the 10 Thursday through Sunday. It's just Evie Mays' so far. Right. And um, there we go. So there's a couple of itineraries. If you guys have questions around itineraries or whatnot, let us know. If you liked or disliked this episode, let us know. Perfectly fine. Um, always interested in doing stuff like this. Andrew is the master itinerary guy, but you have to adhere to the times that he says, <laughs> the days that he says, and um, the the time that you have to spend. I mean, one of the things that we see most people that, that fail to accomplish this is they don't check ahead. They're not looking at um, other events. They're not looking at if the, you know, the restaurant might be closed in summer. Here we go. There's a good tip. Um, in summer, a lot of the restaurants will close for one whole week, some for two whole weeks. Um, and they, and, that can happen any week of the summer. Um, so you need to keep an eye on that because 
Um, you know, some of these places have been, it will be shut down and rightfully so they need a break. Um, but just, you got to make sure you got to check before you go. Right. So there you go. There's a, there's your road trip list for the aggressive barbecue fan. We thank you for listening again, reach out to us anytime, subscribe on your favorite app, rate us, all that fun stuff. And we will talk with you next time.